you try to meet someone in the street this week over internet beef, this podcast ain't for you. If you did meet somebody in the street over McDonald's beef, see what I did there? This podcast ain't for you. And if you're still pronouncing that word for an internet joke as Mimi, this This podcast podcast ain't ain't for for you. you. Welcome, motherfuckers. Welcome to You Mad It's a Meme, the show that talks about the things you thought you gave a fuck about this week. And it's your boy, Chuck. And Jordan. And yeah, man, this is episode, I think, 51. 51 episodes of talking about bullshit. And this week, the specific bullshit it's beef. I feel like niggas is really <laughs> mad this week. this week. Yeah, man. Straight bars. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, all them <laughs> niggas. I'm up next in this bitch. J-Hope's up next. He has a single out on Friday. BTS. I'm ahead out. <laughs> I don't even think I want to record this episode. That's what we're going with. The fact that I know these motherfuckers' names, if you don't know what we're talking about, is BTS. It's... Bullshit BTS. Uh, so yeah, how you been? <laughs> uh, I've been good. Yes, you know, working. Took some time off. Mm-hmm. Went and did some things. We went to Philadelphia. We did go to. Philly. We went to the Roots uh, picnic. Never again. No. No, not going back. It was okay. It it was a lot. I think if we had tried a little better and done organized our day differently on the first day. It would, oh, but I forgot how the second day ended. Yeah, second day was a complete shit show. I liked the ple- people that I saw. People I wanted to see were great. I didn't give a shit about the people that were not great. Yeah, the the old girl in the bangas. Yeah, <laughs> old girl in the bangas, Tank. Tank in the bangas, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that festival put me on them. I, I fucked with them heavy. Uh, the vibes was cool. Like I was out there with my sister and yeah. my future brother-in-law, so that was cool. Yeah, the but, people were cool, too. Yeah. Like, the, the type of people that showed up for that were fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, a better yeah. vibe than, like, dating. Maybe days. just not that made in America. Let's go to another one. Not, that's, what? Because that is different made in Americas. That's not a made in America. I wouldn't? No. It was Roots Festival. That's Roots. I'm going to made in America. Okay, that's for real. I'll do that, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that yeah. should look lit. Do you yeah. see Toby's performance? Mm-mm. He put out like a an unreleased song of Pharrell. I don't know if Pharrell's actually on the song or he was just on in the performance. Mm. But it was lit. Okay, okay. I, I'll pull up to that. I'm not going back to the roots. <laughs> Even it though was, seeing Mary J. Blige was, that was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And seeing yeah. Black Thought rap with Mary J. Blige. I saw Black Thought freestyle like 17 times. And it was, <laughs> we were kind of over it by a certain point, but still it was very exciting. Yeah. And seeing Questlove finally in person. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, I, th- I thought you met Questlove before. Fucking hate. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought we were talking about. Uh, but and I also want to give them like a like a pass for being out, being off for a couple of years, and like it was a lot of people mm-hmm. more than usual. That yeah. shit, that one's been going on forever. But festivals being like a thing for everybody, not just like EDM. Mm-hmm. Is relatively newer. Yeah, I feel like this year has been the year of festivals. Very like, much so. There's the classics, and then there's like a new one every weekend. Well, I I think it's because music is becoming more universal. Like it's not just your five to seven artists. Like yeah. you can listen to whoever you want at a 
moment's notice. And festivals are a good way for you to be introduced to somebody without mm-hmm. having to worry about taking the time to listen to their shit or going to a concert and you really don't enjoy it. You can just pop in if you fuck with it, you stick, or you just move around. That's mm-hmm. what we did with uh, uh, the Vegas festival. Right. Yeah. And it's the intersection of um, how short our attention spans are now mm-hmm. and um, COVID being over. Because, like, also... We haven't really gotten to see live music in two years, so yeah. we're like thirsty. Yeah, <laughs> for all of it. Very much so. Uh, yeah, I have been. Thanks for asking, Jordan. How I've been. Uh, <laughs> you didn't let me. Well, you, you got to be on. Okay. Uh, we're gonna do hold it again. Hold on, wait, after. hold on, Chuck. How you been? Thank you. Thank you for asking, Jordan. Uh, You're welcome, I, Black King. Uh, I have. <laughs> How's your mental? That's all I want to know. <laughs> Grand rising, sister. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fucking, I, I uh, have a, a little savage on my hands. I talk about my baby all the time, but this motherfucker, wow. We in the terrible twos. Yeah, uh, she she is jumping on shit. She is destroying shit. She is learning so much shit at daycare and then just coming home and doing it. I'll be like, how in the fuck did you? <laughs> she bumped into some shit earlier and apologized. Like <laughs> She was like, sorry. I said, hold on. <laughs> They teach you apologies and shit. What the fuck going on? She give me thumbs up now and shit. I gave her something. She was like, I said, get the fuck. The fuck are you learning? Uh, so shout out to uh, Sweet Star Daycare uh, where I stay because the motherfuckers taking care of my baby. And we straight pulling that out in August. Oh, damn. Yeah, man. We putting her into uh, one of them special schools. Where Montessori. T- yeah, yeah. Where they teach her. Uh, I think the X-Men. Mm-hmm. Charles She's Xavier. definitely going to the Umbrella Academy. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Absolutely. She is definitely one of the, a sparrow in this motherfucker. She fucking shit up. Uh, so yeah, that's all I've been doing, and you know, taking care of shit as as you should be. Mm-hmm. You know? uh, but we we got to talk about some beefs. Have you seen? I don't know how how close you are to this. The the McDonald's debate. I've seen the debate, didn't watch the video because reading the debate was pissing me off. So I was like, I'm not going to watch the video. We, we, we might not be agreeing with this then. We, we might be on two ends of the spectrum. So if you don't know what's going on, uh, there was a video circulating uh, on your timeline, if you scrolled, good for you, uh, of a, a woman recording uh, the father to one of her children bringing him some McDonald's. Uh, she says, they start arguing back and forth and She's upset because he did not bring enough McDonald's for all of her children. Uh, she felt like if you're going to bring one for the food for one, you should bring it for all. Uh, they're going back and forth long enough. She says. And there's four kids in total, right? Four. Okay. Four children. Uh, they go back uh, long enough to where she get, says, okay, give me the food. She takes the food, throws it in the street. Uh, and then that put the internet in a frenzy. Do you buy the other kids' food? When you when you bring them, you bring your kid food. Hmm. You want to know where I stand on it? Yes. I personally would not be able to bring a child food knowing there were other children there, and only one of y'all get a Happy Meal. Nah, I can't do it. It wouldn't. Have, this, this, it was a large drink. This motherfucker <laughs> getting a McDouble and some fries. He, he went the cheaper route, but uh, I disagree. I, I think. Fuck them kids, number one. This is this is. I'm also on some fuck them kids, but 
so all the the whole story comes out like everybody's upset like you know how same stance you're saying like you're supposed to bring all the baby's food mm. uh people do some research i don't know if, like one of her family members or somebody came out and gave more context but like she was getting like the food stamp money and spending it on getting her nails done and like fucking off like the the resources she was getting for her own benefit so if you're not doing shit to feed your kids and those children aren't mine. Why am I responsible for feeding them? I get what people are saying. I just... And then that <laughs> king, that brother said, okay, he, he tried to conflict, resolute the shit. He was like, if you are upset with my son eating in front of your kids, that's fine. Tell him to come down to the car and eat. <laughs> to me, that, that, that's, that fixes the issue in my head. I, I agree. I don't... I think, like, one time, like, if it was just some one-off shit, by all the kids. But if I got to bring my kids something to eat every day, I'm not feeding all your children. I didn't make all four of these motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. I made one kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, fuck that. Where the I rest of their daddies I at? hear it. And if you don't have the means, then I get it, too. Yeah. Like, he pulled just... up in a uh, Chevy. <laughs> <laughs> not too much on Chevy now. No, nah, that was a throwback where, you know, if you open the door too wide, it bend that panel. It was one of them joints. It's one of them joints. Um, But, yeah, I just, I can't, like, I bought my friend a housewarming gift, but I, it felt weird to me to not buy her roommate a housewarming gift, too. That's just who I am as a human being. Because um, when I got done, because her friend also has kids and... When I got done buying everything, I was like, what the fuck am I doing? I don't even know these folks. But it just, it didn't feel right. They're all moving in together. Plus, they were new to the area, so I wanted them to feel welcome. Because clearly they mean something to my friend. And that's just not even as deep as, like, little kids who are watching their brother eat food and they ain't got none. Like, to me, that's just, like, wild to be like, yeah, I'm going to bring you something (laughs) so that your siblings can live in poverty. That's still your son's brothers and sisters. And I know that you don't, like, you didn't make them. They're not your responsibility. But, like, it's got something to do with the development of your child. If it, like, separates or makes the relationship weird between them. Like, that's not their fault. They didn't ask to be here. They didn't. (laughs) Roe v. Wade. (laughs) That's exactly where I was going. I was like, we could have RVW this shit. Uh, we we may get to that later. Did you see? No, we're gonna talk about it right now. Okay. Let, let's let's take a little side street. Did you okay. see they were uh, protesting in Dallas today? Yeah, they've been protesting. Uh, well, that shit was popping today. <laughs> I didn't know that shit was going on all week. Apparently, yeah. Yeah, they started on the weekend because I've had a couple friends going on a couple different days. I I actually right before we started, I was looking at pictures and the the girl that went today, um, actually went viral when this whole idea that it might be overturned first started coming up as like oh there might be some like some power behind this and it might actually happen because she is one of those stories where she could have died there was no point in trying to save the baby because the baby was going to be dead once the baby was born regardless Mm -hmm. but technically the only way to rectify the situation that she was in health-wise was to perform an abortion she had to jump through hoops. It took her weeks. She could have died within that time period to actually get it done. Because I can't remember exactly what happened. Something had happened in the womb that was just, you know, uncontrollable. There's nothing that you can do about it. 
and the baby was never going to develop a brain. Totally. Mm. And uh, carrying to full term was going to kill her. Like, there was no ifs, ands, or buts about it. She was dying at that moment in the hospital. But they still had to go through, like, this person had to sign off on something, then someone else had to sign off on something, and then a million different things had to happen before the procedure could even be done legally. And that was years ago, because she now has a rainbow baby. She has, like, a four-year-old. Mm-hmm. So this was at least five or six years ago. So she, and then she has posted her story long before people were posting their own stories and went viral. And she's caught a lot of heat because all of her stuff is public because she's very, you know, outspoken about this issue. But she went out there with a sign that said, um, and I've seen it before, but it was just funny because I've never seen anybody do it in purpose. And it just says, I've had cruncher ups that are more supreme than this SCOTUS. I thought that was funny. <laughs> I don't know what the SCOTUS is. <laughs> The What's Supreme Court of the United States. It's like POTUS, President of the United oh, States. I didn't know. I didn't know they had acronyms out there in them streets. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just learned POTUS and FLOTUS. <laughs> like, when Obama them was popping. So. Well, I'm pretty sure that is when it became popping because oh. that's the social media handle. Yeah, okay. 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 <laughs> Bush wasn't out here tweeting. He sure the fuck wouldn't. Because if he would, it would have been misspelled. That motherfucker can yeah. read. We know. Boy. <laughs> Boy, would have been a struggle bus. <laughs> Fuck New Orleans. <laughs> it wouldn't have made it. You spell that with an hour. Oh. <laughs> All right, back back to back to the McDonald's. Hashtag debate. fuck Jesus too. <laughs> Fuck them. Uh, I. It's it's not my it's my responsibility, but it's not that that just goes to show you need to protect. Your dick energy. If, if I don't know if this kid was the oldest, the youngest, or in the middle, but if he was baby four, if he was the the youngest, and you seen all three of these motherfuckers, and you still was like, it's time to shoot this club. Up. You the dummy. You set yourself up for failure. I you shouldn't be putting yourself in that that situation and think. There's going to be some positive because even her reaction, even if like he did it 10 times and she was like, can you please stop for her to just get the food and just throw it? She could have just said, take the food, get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. I'll see you tomorrow. The fact she threw the food in the street and he's like, you dumb motherfucker. Like, <laughs> God damn. My 575 just went down the drain. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. I agree. Her actions were dumb as fuck. Like you can't be doing all of that. But I also. <laughs> couldn't just bring food to a household kids and be like, yeah, you eat the rest of y'all. Good luck. She dumb. I tried to tell y'all bye. If, if, unless, you know, if you nothing wanna... else, I'm coming snatching the kid out the house. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, or, you know, you probably spend four, $5 for the, for the food. Get a, get a hot and ready. It's four kids. Everybody That's... get two slices. Someone said, go get a four for four. Ask who want the nuggets and who want the burger. Now y'all go lay down somewhere. Yeah. 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 You, you, there, there are ways to, you know, Figure it out without being mm-hmm. as toxic, uh, but I, I I hope they they figure they they do something. I hope mm-hmm. them babies eating. I also saw another thing that was like this girl do TikToks. This was all for TikTok. It could have been. It could have been. Cause <laughs> Nothing is real anymore. Everything is a plot I'm to go on, viral. I'm on Twitter almost daily looking at shit like that can't be real. Y'all <laughs> fail for Big this facts. shit. Yeah, I don't it, ever. It's not accurate. I, I constantly are like this is a ploy for the internet. It's. It can't. This can't be what y'all really think is going we, on. What is the new picks or it didn't happen? How do we prove this is not a plot, a skit, 
I don't know. Is there a way? <laughs> How do you make this shit valid? Shh. On the internet. Anything goes. I feel like the only way that it ever is like proven is like receipts of like fucking birth certificates and like like you really gotta have receipts of history prior to this video coming yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Like there do you remember Or actual documented aftermath. Like it has to be a situation where someone had to go to the hospital or jail and you've got records mm. on on file. Right. Now we, we need proof that old girl got Four babies and she's on welfare. Yeah, and yeah. Please submit He has your... receipts of yeah. the. He has Walmart. I mean McDonald's point system <laughs> and he's got twelve thousand points for getting a double and large fry. They know him by name. Uh, did Did you? Remember? I did sell that motherfucker a Big Mac <laughs> and he did tell me he was going to take it to his son and, and he, he also mentioned that his baby mama was a trip. <laughs> and he said, "Fuck them kids" when he rolled off in his Buick. FDK. <laughs> Do you remember the video of, uh, it was a girl that was, she said she was on a date. It was going on Twitter like three or four months ago. She was on a date and the guy bought food and didn't buy her food. So she's just like sitting there looking stupid. And she's like, I guess I got to buy my food by myself. Uh, no. Well, I knew, I called it fake when I originally seen it, but it turned out it was Kalani, which is now one of my favorite like TikTok personalities. It was like one of her first videos she came out with, oh. and she so it was like one of her Kalani, original, not the singer. Yeah, yeah, uh, curly hair uh, TikToker. If you fucking look at any like top thirsty nigga, like top bad bitches on TikTok, she's always number one because she's gorgeous. Uh, but. Now, I don't even think that video is still on her feed. I'd have to check, but, like, she's entertaining. But to get yourself out there, you got to have something that draws people in. You got to kind of fake it to get your name out there. <laughs> That's what we doing on You Mad at Samin. We are about to fabricate a fist fight. Oh, I'm ready. <laughs> a fist fight on camera I'm in ready. three weeks. We're letting you know the bullshit before it happens. So when we go viral, like the people who are actually watching us are like, nah, they they told us. But you should listen else, to the podcast and yeah, you yeah, yeah. know. Exactly. Exactly. See, we gotta start scheming. We gotta start scheming. <laughs> End up on World Star. Get why. Does anybody even get on World Star anymore? No, nah, I guess TikTok took that. I do every once in a while just to see what they're talking about. Remember back in the day when we used to religiously like come to your house. Pull up World Star on the fucking like TV and like just watch World Star videos back to back. Yeah, you used to stay on top of every video that came out. Yeah, like was on like every upload like knew what was happening. Yeah, that's when World that's Star so was wild. the shit. And it had nowhere to like post it. It was genuinely word of mouth. Yeah, look for the title that says. <laughs> this shit crazy guy in Cadillac does three sixty. <laughs> And kick somebody. And you'd be like, motherfucker, what just happened? Let me watch this shit. But now they got like ads and shit. And yeah. like, fuck. They got time to look at, look at another Cialis commercial. One of my favorite things that's happening right now, I think like the salacious um, headlines that I see now that are weird shit like that is a lot of times Vlad TV, for whatever reason, is in my algorithm. And one of my favorite things is the memes of the Vlad TV interviews. Where mm-hmm. it's like, Vlad TV will really be like... So tell me about the time that you committed your first homicide. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I watched, uh, Vlad was on Brilliant Idiots uh, a few weeks ago, and they, they was talking about that, how he's become 
more viral because of that shit. And he, he explained what that was really going on. I was like, okay, makes sense. But I've never really watched a Vlad interview, so I've only ever watched clips. But he, they do be saying some wild shit on there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anybody who snitched on himself has already been convicted of a crime and they're out. Is what uh, he he explained. Uh, what what else we got going? On? Was go ahead and explain the NBA beefs. I don't have. Well, I, I have context, but I don't have context. So, so roll with me for a second. Mm. Have you paid attention? <laughs> you don't watch First Take, do you? Not off, not regularly. First Take is my shit. I mm. watch that damn near every morning, especially like when I'm home. That's what I'm watching, 9 o'clock to 11. Molly, Stephen A., and then the racist ass Mad Dog, racist <laughs> motherfucker. That's another beef that's been going on. Uh, Mad Dog and J.J. Reddick, which is entertaining. Uh but Stephen A. has been on Kyrie's, Kyrie Irving's ass for two years straight. Right. Uh, he has been critical of the fact that he doesn't show up for games, uh, that he has his own uh, motives when it comes to him playing. It's not team. It's more me, is what uh, Stephen A. has always said about Kyrie Irving, who plays for the Brooklyn Nets with Kevin Durant, which kind of fucked up their chances of winning the championship this year. Uh, within that, like, just onslaught that Stephen A has been doing, Kyrie has never said anything. But Kyrie just signed uh, a contract. He opted into his final year of, a, uh, like, five years. He's getting, like, $36 million this year, but this is the last year of his contract. Before he did that, he called people who did that peons or something. Mm. And Stephen A, once when he signed, Stephen A was like, okay, look, who the fuck a peon now, motherfucker? <laughs> and so now Kyrie Irving respond, responded uh, and was like, I don't I don't understand 50-year-old talk, but I know people who do my dad, my uncle, and people like that understand 50-year-old talk, best believe you'll be seen type shit. And so Stephen A responded and was like, motherfucker, like, come to the show. That's what he's been trying to do. Stephen A is like, he may be he may be critical of Kyrie, but he's really like edging it towards like this is gonna blow up ratings if I can get Kyrie Irving on the show. We could discuss the fact that he won't show up for games. Kyrie is a piece of shit when it comes to that. Everybody says that, but Stephen A has been on his ass. Uh, so stop smoking the weed. Uh, so that that's kind of the end of that. Uh, trying to see will Kyrie actually come and entertain Stephen A? Will Kyrie play for the Nets this year? Uh, the, it looks like that band is getting broke up anyways. Kevin Durant's looking like he's going to leave out. Kyrie looks like he's going to leave out. Did you see that they posted, they said that him his relationship with Steve Nash is irreparable? Him and uh, KD? No, Kyrie and Steve Nash. It was Kyrie who wanted Steve Nash, though. But they said that, um, <laughs> so I briefly read this article because I was like, what? Um, there was, it stems from like an argument that happened sometime in the last couple months over Christmas or something and like a, a bunch of stuff was said but like one of the final pieces where Steve Nash was like I, you're done was so allegedly he <laughs> said let me see them MVP trophies that Kobe won you yeah <laughs> at, while he was at a dinner party at Steve Nash's house <laughs> and so that's the source was like yeah after that it was like what what can what can be done how do we fix this at this point <laughs> That's fucked up. I, I would have opened and smacked shit out of Kyrie. So one beef in the another beef. I read that article very briefly, but yeah, supposedly that's that's what's going on there, and there's like nothing that can be done. They're just like 
whatever. Uh, well, they would pick Kyrie over Steve Nash, but I hope they break up. I hope Kyrie goes to L.A. just okay. to see Kyrie, because the only person that's been able to wrangle Kyrie has been LeBron. Before LeBron got to Cleveland, Kyrie was just a little pup. LeBron gets to Cleveland. Well, they, yeah, he was, he was like three That years is in. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Forgot about that. Then they get there. They they have the run. Kyrie goes to Boston, fails, fails that bag, almost get Brad Stevens fired, and then goes to Brooklyn, and it's been a shit show. Uh, so I think LeBron can smack the shit out of Kyrie, get him, get him back in order. <laughs> uh, another beef, which I, I, I really want. I really want uh, to see like them come to <laughs> bless it. Another beef I want to see happen, mm. and they actually meet each other is Kendrick Perkins. I was wondering if this is where we were and going. Draymond Green. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Because what ESPN has finally decided to do, and I'm glad for it, is give retired players like newly retired like this generation a voice and a platform on ESPN so you got the JJ Reddicks the uh uh what what's the motherfucker that that tried to throw the ball and hit Kobe in the face <laughs> I can't remember uh Richard Jefferson Kendrick Perkins Kevin Garnett at one point but now I think he's uh working for Turner but Kendrick Perkins is hood like authentically Kendrick Perkins. He yeah. was doing that during the NBA draft. Mm-hmm. He was doing that anytime he's on first take, which he, he's on a segment at least once a day, if not multiple times, or if not the whole show. He does it when he's on NBA Today. Kendrick Perkins talks like he's at the barbecue. Mm-hmm. And I think, and J.J. Reddick comes from an angle as if like a Duke Motherfucker, high scholar, high NBA level guy <laughs> is coming in like actually, factually, yeah. and he's he's able to do that uh, with like the Mad Dogs of the world, and it fucks they they hold shit up. Uh, Draymond Green and Kendrick Perkins have been going back and forth for like three weeks, and it's the most entertaining shit I've seen. Where did it start? Because I think uh, no Kendrick Perkins. I just clued in like within like recently. <laughs> Like uh, Kendrick Perkins was against the Warriors winning the championship. Uh, he was critical against like Stephen A. and other uh, analysts who was giving the Warriors like a pass uh, for not like showing up in moments. It would be games where they're like fuck up, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then Stephen A. would be like, "It doesn't matter. I have the Warriors in six. <laughs> and Kendrick would be like, "Motherfucker, like." It if does. they don't, yeah, if they don't get their shit together, they're gonna get blown out by Memphis. Memphis just won by fifty fucking points. They look garbage. So Kendrick was on their asshole playoffs, and finally, once they won, as a player, of course, you want to get your just dudes and like talk shit to the people who talk shit against you. Uh, so I think, and Draymond uh, is in the front of like players in the league having like their own podcast, their own mm. talks, like so they're their own talking head. So. Draymond is able to respond not using typical media, his own media. He mm-hmm. he can speak for himself now. So he's just like he called Kendrick Perkins ugly. And then Kendrick Perkins in perk fashion is like, You ain't cute. <laughs> like you talking about like you ugly. Like 
if I'm uh, like if I'm ugly, look, I w- I had my girl even before I got in the NBA, even before I had uh, Jerry West on my socks. I've had this girl since I was in high school. Don't get it twisted. Whatever, whatever. He responds. So that was before they won. After they won, uh, Draymond was like, I don't understand how you you used to be an enforcer in the league, and now you're a coon. Yeah, this is yeah, where I yeah, have yeah, yeah, yeah. And Kendrick Perkins like went the fuck off and was like, motherfucker, like, I will come see you. You you ain't gonna call me no fucking coon because that's the worst thing one brother can tell another brother is them being a coon. And I'm with Kendrick, like, just because I don't agree, like, I don't think y'all was gonna win doesn't mean and Draymond hasn't been performing well in the playoffs. Like, this is just a fact. Like, mm-hmm. the Draymond of old. Hit Don Will Hollow. Yeah. He real, acting real guilty. Yeah, he, he got, he's butthurt that he didn't perform well, and they still won. Like, good for you, Steve, mm-hmm. uh, Stephen A. Uh, Steph Curry was on fire. Like, he, he showed up when it mattered. So, you got your ring, dog. Go on. You see fucking Clay Thompson, his drunk ass just drunk. Out there, knocking folks down. Knocking rings over, don't give a fuck. Enjoy it. Exactly. Enjoy the ride. When uh, y'all get an A on the the class project, and all you did was put your name on the paper. Take the fucking grade. You're not going to tell them to change your GPA? Exactly, motherfucker. So, (laughs) uh, I I hope they they meet face-to-face one day. Because I think Kendrick Perkins will open and smack this shit out of him. (laughs) Yeah. And Draymond is a good... He knows how to get under people's skin, but I don't think it's not like he's Dennis Rodman or uh, Rasheed Wallace or Kevin Garnett. Bring him up again. Or like there are people in the league, uh, Metal World Peace, Ron Artest. Is there are people that have been in the league? You know, can both talk it up and then beat your ass. Mm-hmm. I think Draymond just talks. I think so too. And I don't think you'll be able to. Back so anything else. You know, Draymond reminds me of Safari. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, on the the grand scheme of scale, uh, the grand scheme of things, if there was a Safari, if there was a Draymond Green in Love and Hip Hop, it would be Safari. I don't know why. That's just what I got. All black people don't look alike, Jordan. All right. Well. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Speaking of, this is not... I think I sent you this video. Have you seen a video of the ex-heavyweight champion that is now security guard in London? Yeah. Knocking the fuck out of that. <laughs> yeah. No, we, we discussed this. Oh. Uh, this wasn't on the podcast, of course. No, but, but of course. Because uh, someone had, of course, done a voiceover of like a play-by-play. And mm. his fucking play-by-play was so funny. But yeah... You can't be out here just charging everybody car because at some point somebody gonna cash in. Yeah, and then you yeah, gonna yeah, look yeah. sad. It, Don't this this internet shit will make you feel real bold. And that, that's what we we were discussing. Uh, at, at one point, do you have to check back in reality? Because mm. we're we're so now we're attached to our phones. Mm-hmm. We are in another reality. We're able to comment, talk shit, tweet retweet and then just go on about your day but once you check back in the real world mm-hmm. there are consequences when you when you pop off mm-hmm. and if you pop off at the wrong motherfuckers always them skits like i'm talking shit to this little white motherfucker not knowing he's a ufc fighter that's what you ran into a boxer <laughs> a boxer he shows you boxing in 0.5 seconds <laughs> to the bang sleep <laughs> just free naps just giving out free naps <laughs> 
He said, look at his friend, put him on his side because he knows how he liked the lake. <laughs> <laughs> put his feet up in a nice little tee. Some, sometimes you got to take them naps because uh, if not, you're just going to keep barking. That's true. And I'd rather get knocked out than shot. Big facts. So you, you, you take that lesson. You hold that L. You, tell, you don't tell your girl about it. Going about your day until the internet does. Ooh, he was the next meme. He didn't even know it. This the guy that took you to fucking True Kitchen. Uh, <laughs> that, that's Cletus. Cletus got Cletus. his ass whooped. He looked like a Cletus. <laughs> a Lidl. It is wild to me though that like we have literal relationships and friendships with people online and may never meet them in person. Never. Ever one day in our lives. That was something that. Because we just grew up without the internet, mm-hmm. and it there's um, like a clear divide between the very end of millennials and the the top part of Gen Z, affectionately termed Zoomers. Actually, I don't even think I think because I think we're the end of millennials. So Zoomers, which is like older Gen Z. Well, we're mid. We're it's, mid. It's eighty to two thousand. Okay, Darryl so is the, end. the end of millennials. Like ninety five and younger. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the very beginning of Gen Z, mm-hmm. the ones that are already adults. So they are somewhere before like Instagram was what it is, but like after having to have an invite to get on Facebook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so like their interactions, there was a point there where Tumblr was hot for them starting in middle school. Yeah. So like they literally that was something that I would talk to like my younger employees whenever I was in Torrid because I was always working with younger bitches and these hoes always had like all these friendships that were just on the internet that they had had since they were 13 and it was just normal I was like it just used to blow my mind that that was actually a thing yeah and it is now and it's a reality for everybody well we kind of had that with chat rooms yeah we did but I was I was never real in a chat room I was always somebody fake yeah yeah, because there, there was no profile attached to you. Yeah, know. there was no picture. There was nothing. Yo, ASL could literally be anything. Whatever you wanted to make it up to be. And if y'all don't time, know what ASL is, it's age, sex, location. It's not as hell. Because that shit don't even make fucking sense. They do that? Yes. That's short text? Yes. I ain't seen that one. Uh, that's like a Facebook thing. That's oh. like a, I might have a GED thing. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Okay. But, okay. um... Yeah, I and so and when chat rooms were a thing, so we were in that weird space of having AIM and, and Yahoo Messenger, but when like AOL chat rooms were really a thing, we were kind of young, so like we used to be in there just making shit up. Tennish, ten. Yeah, that's young. We had no business being on the internet. Well, tell a ten year old that now. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean we were doing it anyway, and. <laughs> I also, we didn't have our own username, so I had my dad's username at the time, mm, and my dad's birth year is 69, mm. so, or no, not his birth year, his football number was 69. His favorite position? <laughs> I don't know, and I don't want to know, <laughs> but <laughs> all of his shit has 69 on it, because that's like his favorite number. I don't know. I don't fucking know. I didn't know what it was growing up. I just knew it was significant. And his fucking, his username on AOL was 
P Brady six nine six nine. Hey man, and Next then we would I'm... use that to be in chat rooms. And I distinctly remember when Mom figured out that we were doing chat rooms, and she told me not to. But then we would still get in, and when she would leave or whatever, I'm just, like, I have a vision of me and my brother sitting in this office chair, logging into AOL, making shit up in chat rooms. But I remember her being like, "You don't really need to do that." On top of that, username is not really. It's not really nice, is the way she said it. Mm. And I was like, what do you mean? She was like, it's just not nice. And I was like, what does that mean? She was like, some people may interpret it in a not nice way. And I was like, that doesn't mean anything. We went in a circle about that. And, And like the day that shit got put together for me, years later, I was like, oh my God. How how did it? I I don't remember. I think it was like when I learned what 69 was. Mm. So like in middle school, some dumb shit. The amount of 69 jokes I have in my head. We don't need them. Unlimited. Wait till I see your dad again. Sometimes when I send out emails now to like, now I may send out an email to a group of 50 to 60 people. And I know that my shit is not being read and it's actually important information. So I've been doing things to like pull out pieces of it. So people will actually read the part they need to read. So I'm like. Because I feel like I'm sending it to what are essentially two groups of people that do two completely different things, but they all need the same information in one email. So I've been trying to find ways to be like, this group, y'all need to read this shit. This group, y'all need to read this shit. If you don't read nothing else in this email, I need you to read this paragraph and this paragraph. So I've been highlighting and like trying to like do things with the font and shit. And I've been doing, remember how you always had like a set way you would set up like your aim and like your away messages, you would fuck with like the formatting of it, and mm. all you really had was to change the font and the colors of shit. Right. I've been having some flashbacks because I've been using my old color schemes. Hey man. <laughs> to try to get people's Not attention. Not the, the pink and the lime green. And oh the my god. Down. The hot. My favorite shit to do was an all black background or a black highlight with a neon color inside of it. That mm-hmm. was my shit shit, or the inverse of that. White 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 folk shit. Mm-hmm. And my favorite away message, I had taken the time. To make the colors in rainbow. So each letter was a different color in a rainbow. <laughs> I miss AIM. That was, those were good fucking years <laughs> being on Instant Messenger. Hey, man. That's when you catfish was prevalent. <laughs> catfish everybody. That fucking door sound. Every time the, little, the door would open, I would mm. just be looking for my crush. And the second he would pop on. Hey, what you doing? W-Y-D. Oh, my God. <laughs> Look at you now. Man. And that crush was white. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> he was. He was like, I, he had a little something to him. He was like Italian or Greek or something. He was. He was oh, I thought we, I, for a second, I, I thought I knew who you was talking about. No, this was in Waxhachie. This was in oh, Dallas. Oh, damn. Well, I was obsessed with that boy, too. Woo. Not and obsessed. my second crush in Waxhachie was white. You should have you should have just stuck here. <laughs> but you wouldn't be sitting here, you know, recording this podcast right, right now. So. Everything happens for a reason. Everything, buddy. <laughs> I really need to find my mouse and figure out what's boom. Shit. It took me that long to figure out what was going on. Oh. But yeah, so we're gonna see Perk gonna be in these streets. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, for this motherfucker. And my big lip ass better you better move around. You better You better bite him. <laughs> that might just be his only option. Oh man! He might kill him. Hit the right brain. <laughs> Hit the right artery. He might be done for it. 
<laughs> you might kill him. It, there's no telling. Uh, we 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 gonna watch that one closely because uh, I would love to pay to see them fight anywhere. It don't matter. I'm paying money, real cash. Speaking of, who did we just? Oh, fucking are AP and Le'Veon Bell really supposed to be fighting? I don't know. Uh, I hope so. Uh, so we talked about this. Supposedly there's going to be a celebrity boxing match mm-hmm. with Adrian Peterson and Le'Veon Bill. Mm-hmm. We got a link to one of our group chats, but I did not follow up to see if it was real or not. Mm-mm. I hope so. But we discussed, and we are all in agreement that... AP going to fuck Le'Veon Bell shit up. Bill going to get hurt. If this fight is a real thing, like they might as well have the ambulance right by the, <laughs> the, the cage. Le'Veon stands no chance. He's not ready. Le'Veon... In every aspect of athleticism, is at least four <laughs> steps away from Adrian Peterson. And we forget how, of course, like time and whatever. Adrian Peterson for like eight years was a fucking terror to the NFL and was something that people he he was on pace to break the fucking rushing record <laughs> if he didn't get. Kicked out of the league for beating children. That's what I have to tell them. If AP would beat his kids, you don't think he going to fuck up the next nigga? I, to which I said, come on, man. No, man. You you got to you gotta think about shit like that. I also just looked up their age difference. It was a seven-year difference. I was thinking AP was much older than Bill, but he's 37. Bill is 30. Technically, Bill could still be in the, be in the league. Mm. He, he got pushed out because people don't care about running backs anymore. Uh yeah, I, I, I want to watch that fight. I'm not going to pay money to watch it. Mm-hmm. But uh, Twitter going to show me the three-second exactly. knockout. We're going we gonna to see what we need to see. <laughs> you think uh, what, what uh, Nate Robinson, you think Nate Robinson got his shit embarrassed. <laughs> shit. Just wait. Just mm-hmm. wait on that one. It's going to be a bloodbath. <laughs> well, speaking of verses, mm-hmm. oh. catch the most recent. <laughs> Did did you watch this? I didn't. Of course, before I, didn't. I before I go my tirade because it was, it was a lot. It, go on it. I saw the memes, but I did not watch the actual it, verses. It was, because for one, I get secondhand embarrassment. So if someone's doing bad, particularly when it comes to performing or singing, especially like I can't watch. It stresses me out. I typically do. Uh, I typically get. That's why I can't watch stuff like American Idol and mm-hmm. X Factor and stuff because I I feel their their pains, the little empath in me. Uh, <laughs> But it's different, I guess, because this is our era. Mm. This is like our music. Mm. Like this is this isn't like fucking Teddy Riley and them. This is the shit we literally grew up on. While we were in the AIM chat rooms, we listening to fucking. <laughs> I can hear your heart. Uh, so. Icebox where my we, heart. Touch all them shits. I think. Oh, we we got to start at the beginning. Okay. Uh. The the pre versus battle, mm-hmm. which was like, it was like a pickup game versus, if you will. <laughs> it was like Pleasure P and uh, uh, what's it? Uh, Sammy was in oh, there. Oh yeah, and Ray J and oh yes, uh, Bobby Valentino. About Ray J. So it was four people, and they was all battling for the same camera time. And all versus is like a promo to get your music up to mm. then. Be able to tour, whatever. So they're all battling for the the same spot. 
The only one that deserved to be on the stage technically is Bobby Valentino. Mm. Because he has the hits mm. and can actually... Wait, was, uh, we, oh, Pleasure we, P. We, Pleasure we. P was up there too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I saw someone talking about Pleasure P, I'm going to fall asleep. And then five seconds later, someone was like, boyfriend number two. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So Get him in his roses. That's what it should have been. It should have been Bobby Valentino versus Pleasure, Pleasure. P. That would have been a good versus. But then they had to throw in the little children and the little kids inside of that damn food. So Ray J, the time I tuned in, Ray J was good and drunk and pissed off <laughs> and was like trying to take his ball and go home, but he couldn't because he was like second to last lowest bill singer. Like nobody gives a fuck if you can listen to Bobby Valentino on Pleasure P. So he's like pouting and the real singers are like singing his song, but he's trying to get... uh Nah, I hit it first. Uh, what's his What's his only like? One wish. Yeah, he was trying to get one wish off, but they kept singing it before he could do it. <laughs> it was bad. And by the time they got one wish off, he was fucked up and he sounded horrible. And he had like he was holding his baby or something. Yeah, uh, his mom and Brandy was there, but the baby wanted to be with him. I don't know. And then someone said called him Brandy's brother or something. Yeah. <laughs> Which he is, I mean, you know, it is what it is. Brandy and Ray J are siblings? Speak, we we got to get to, did you see that uh, he brought out Brandy, uh, Jack Harlow brought out Brandy to the BET Awards? No. Yeah, yeah, she did a verse. He also wore a Lil Nas X t-shirt on the red carpet. I did see that. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> uh, Jack Harlow is fucking growing on me. Yes, yes, he's hip hop. We have to embrace it. We embrace Drake. <laughs> we got to embrace Jack Harlow. Uh, but back to this verses. Uh-huh. That... That was pure entertainment, but that wasn't the funniest thing to me. That was just like <laughs> Ray J. Up. Yeah, that was Ray J. Wilder. <laughs> uh, Pleasure P and uh, Bobby Valentino should have actually been on the stage by themselves. They kind of deserve their own. They should have just let them do like a little baby versus, like during the week mm-hmm. type shit. Uh, but then we get to Omarion and Mario. Speaking of. This will never happen because they're they'll never get together. But a B two K pretty Ricky would be interesting. Very, very. Continue. Uh, we know that's not going to happen because the song. Well, it might be fucking uh, <laughs> Omarion versus B two K and Pretty Ricky. Except for uh, what's his name? Ba- Blue can't come because he's gonna be in jail or PPP loans. Yeah, 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 yeah. PPP anyway. hold it down. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> you gonna you gonna get back to what you was talking about? Uh, so. I thought originally Omarion was going to wash Mario. Hmm. Uh, but that's probably a personal preference. And even afterwards, I'm going I'm to tell you. Well, even afterwards, I was like, Omarion won it. But then I had to think about it. I was like, it's, it, it wasn't even close. <laughs> I like entertainers uh. in my male singers. I don't necessarily need... Unless like special cases like Khalid or like every once in a while. But I like... The Chris Browns. Like, get up there and do some Usher. juicy jobs. Yeah, Usher. I love Usher. Michael Jackson over yes. Prince. Like, I like the... If you can sing and dance, I'm more entertained. Uh, so, that's why I thought Omarion was going to win. And in my head, I was just thinking, Omarion had more hits, cause, but his run was short-lived. Mm. Like, he had, like, a two-year spat after B2K, and then he came back and had, like, a six-month spat. And after, but other than that, nobody gave a fuck. Uh, same thing kind of with Mario, but uh, his hits like were bigger, and he can fucking sing. 
So when it comes to this verses, like when it's a rap song, it's just like which rap song is better. But when it's a R and B track, and you're actually hearing the motherfucker sing, and he's trying to dance, but uh, not really. He's not. He's not giving the energy that was needed. Hmm. I feel. I feel like that's a weird place to dance, though. Like I don't feel like a versus is where you do those kinds of performances. Unless it's. If, if it was like Omarion versus Chris Brown, then yeah, because you, they're gonna dance battle and sing battle. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to see. I'm trying to see you got served, which I love that Omarion put that into his verses because it was like a pivotal part in our like growing up. Like you got served, we all was dance battling at one point. We all did it for a little saint. Like we all was out here for a little saint. So uh, that was cool, but. Just to hear Omarion blow everybody out the water with the vocals. I was like, touche. Like, you got it. And Neo said it best. Like, there's certain people you just don't fuck with. You don't fuck with Omarion. I mean, you don't fuck with Mario singing. You don't fuck with Chris Brown dancing. You don't fuck with Neo writing songs. That didn't make sense. Like, you just, is. that's like the upper echelon when it comes to this shit. And everybody else just needs to fall in line. So... Mo power to fucking Mario. He did it. And then all well, of this shit happens. What is also funny is Mario was talking mad shit too, though, right? The, I forgot all about <laughs> all about the antics that made this. I've never la- I belly laughed multiple times watching this. I was just trying to give a I just pulled it up on Twitter, and that was some of the, the hottest quotes that I've been seeing oh, in the memes. Oh, okay. You couldn't say this. Uh, Mario called <laughs> Omarion. I, I went ahead and slid the phone. Yo, go ahead and read that. Go read that. <laughs> Can you read that out loud for me? <laughs> uh, Mario, uh, Mario called Omarion a dance little nigga, a terrible singing, and called his tour a raggedy shit, then skipped away hitting a high note. <laughs> and no swings were swung versus. That's a pretty good uh, analysis of what happened. This is... This is how I'm. <laughs> Omario, oh, you wasn't in the Millennium Tour. Omario, oh, I don't want to be in that raggedy shit. <laughs> <laughs> At one point, uh, Omarion oh, is up there dancing. He's doing his little jigulations. And then somebody threw some panties on the stage on some Millennium Tour shit. He picks them up and put them in the back pocket. That was cool. Mario goes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why nobody talked about this. Mario goes up there and he's singing, and somebody throws up a pair of black granny panties and hits him in the face. <laughs> that was somebody in you know, Mario on camera. That was absolutely somebody who was paid to do that shit. And hit him in the face. I don't know what he did because the camera cut away. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> I said, yo, and D was like laying. <laughs> on the couch and I was streaming from my phone so I couldn't tweet as I was doing it. I was like, I need to see your phone so I can log on Twitter real quick. This shit was hilarious. Or uh, how Marion and uh, what's the brother O'Malley? Is that his brother's name? Oh, sure. I know you're talking about, I don't know if that's his name or not. No. Uh, it's oh, a O. Oh, Negatron. Whatever, whatever the fuck his name is. Uh, the They both were eating the watermelon simulating like it was pussy. But I guess that's their thing. I that. Yeah, I think it is their thing, but it yeah. is still a weird shit to do. In that's a what Diva said. I was like, that's not, that's not hot to y'all. And she was like, no, no that's kind of weird. It's the same thing with fucking, um, not Kim Bella. What's her name? Uh, homegirl flashing people, and everybody was like, that's wild. And she was like, no, nah, my fans expect that. I do it every show. What the fuck is her name? 
Um, who got booed out the the LGBT rally? Fuck, we're we're going too Azalea far. Azalea Banks? No, not hell no, not Azalea. Because her Banks. titties was just out. No, she's loving hip hop. Oh, uh, oh, the fuck is her name? Uh, Jocelyn Hernandez. No. <laughs> She can actually sing. Oh, because I'm like, she show her titties too. <laughs> she does. Who else shows her titties? Um, it's a titty game. I'm trying to think, but someone else was like, I'm not going to get it over. <laughs> One of the last moments that happened was Omarion said, y'all should check out my new book, Unbothered. And Mario was like, you seem a little bothered tonight. <laughs> <laughs> At one point, he was holding the mic like this. He's like, yeah, I'm a... Yeah, I think I'm a... Sl- I think I'm gonna have to slow it down for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, and someone had posted the video of them eating the what? K. Michelle, Jesus Christ, oh, I couldn't think of her name. Yes, yeah, she just, just you know, yeah, just yeah, when she was, yeah, 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 yeah. And for whatever reason, someone got on video and posted it and was like, "This is wild." And she was like, "No, if you come to one of my shows, it's not too wild." Mm-hmm. Same thing with them doing whatever the fuck they were doing in those watermelons because it yeah. was very strange. Yeah, it, it was a lot of just strange things. Omarion called in like four favors. He, he phoned some friends. <laughs> he brought in Jeremiah, and he he tried to sing. And then he brought out uh, the Tank. Tank came out and uh, did a little doodop with him. A little doodop. Yeah, a little doodop. <laughs> uh, which Omarion needed. He needed to phone some friends. I mm. get it uh, because that's not. I feel he probably couldn't have went up with nobody else in that generation. Like that was his only option. Uh, and I feel like he deserves a versus, but you couldn't have walked in thinking you was going to win. I saw a lot of people saying that it should have been Lloyd. And then someone had said, uh, remember when Omarion was on the original Bedrock, but he got too cocky and leaked the song. And Wayne said, nah, you tripping. It snatched him off the song. Yeah, That's yeah, why Lloyd yeah. on there now. I've actually started, I was pulling up a bunch of old Lloyd here recently. Have you seen Lloyd? When was the last time you looked at his social media? His last album cover is wild. It's like him naked in a forest with a guitar. I've probably seen it. Um, I don't think I had ever seen that before. And mm. I was like, why have I not seen this? Because I used to love Lloyd. Get a shawty. <laughs> Southside? Southside was a soundtrack to my life. <laughs> um, But yeah, anyway, back to <laughs> that. I'm just going through these tweets and looking at what people were saying because the internet blew the fuck up and I did not expect it to be that funny. Cause you know, I'm RB is like hit or miss for me, whether I care or not. Mm-hmm. I did fuck with Mario heavy, which is weird. Now we're talking about it. I'm like, no, I loved Mario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't give a shit about Mario ever. So, and I didn't, I wasn't big on B2K at the time. <clears throat> so not, that I didn't like them, but I just didn't, I did not fall as hard as most people did. But you're falling for BTS. I loved Pretty Ricky. That was like Okay, my, that was your shit shit. Yeah. Okay. Which they were later, but I just wasn't um, on B2K at the time. I don't know why. Because of Backstreet Boys. I guess so. But, uh, yeah, I never didn't like boy bands. Let's not. Okay. <laughs> let's not let that slander fall out in the streets. Okay. okay. Um, did you see Jay Boog's post? Yes, I wanted to talk about that. Because when you said J-Bug, I thought you were talking about some BTS bullshit. Uh, <laughs> I, I, that, that is interesting to say. And Diva was listening to like one of the gossip motherfuckers uh, explaining the, the post again. Uh, to give a general synopsis of what J-Bug said. Or do you want to do it? No, you can. Uh, he said, like, 
Omarion is the reason why BT B two K B. I'm <laughs> help me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Omarion is the reason why B2K broke up, and it was because of an issue with a girl. He went to Chris Stokes, uh, and it was in the mix of them uh, doing contract disputes, uh, and all of that resulted in them like being disbanded. Yeah, because he also said this is what was wild to me. He was like, "We had rules about not fucking with girls on tour." And then you try to fuck with a girl on tour because we all were, because we was all doing what we weren't supposed to be doing. The girl didn't want to fuck you, so you went and told everything that was happening. And you know who it was? It was the girl, the eldest sister from uh, my wife and kids. Oh, hell. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's the girl who broke up the band, essentially. She was like the classic early 2000s, like... Bad. Yeah, ideal type. Yeah, 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 yeah. She she had all that then some. Uh, and then what else? Uh, but he uh, also was like, none of us were really singing the leads, but you really weren't singing the leads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it, and you were mad that at first they had me, and then you were mad because you didn't have the popularity you thought that you were supposed to have because Fizz and me were the ones that were like the most popular in the group. But were they? Fizz was for sure. Oh, okay. I just remember Omarion. No, they absolutely were. Mm. What was also crazy about what J Book was saying was that it was immediately believable to me. Like, there was no part of me that was like, he sounded like a hater because he mm. didn't have, like, he didn't get the deal and he didn't. No part of me felt like that. Like, reading it, I was like, not as, all that shit sounds plausible as fuck. Mm. Um, I, sure. Like, I, it's one of the things, like, it's not that big of a deal to me. Like, mm-hmm. this is really one of the things, like, i seen it. Like, Diva tagged me in it, and I was like, like, and? Like, I, I didn't care about them, like, B2K as an entity then, and I don't care about them as an entity now. Like, I like Omarion and, like, his heartbreak and all that shit when I was that age, and now it's, like, nostalgia. But... Like, them niggas ain't gonna get back together. And if they do, like, the Millennium Tour didn't really pop off like everybody thought it was. Like, they tried it twice. It is what it is. Like, it, it it's weird that Omarion, I guess, thinks he's bigger than what he is. So, maybe that's why it's, like, T. Is that Bug is able to say, like, no, this happened, this happened, that happened. But other than that, like, it, we are going to forget about Omarion by Tuesday. Like, we're barely, we're at the tail end of the story as it is. Like, mm-hmm. you got his shit washed. That shit crazy. Baby, your book unbothered. We'll and shed moral some of the story light. is, do not book verses if you are not a, really a good singer. I was going to say live performer, but Omarion can be a live performer. If you use vocal tracks, which is fine, because that's what everybody does, but it's not going to work on verses. So don't go to verses. Like when Chris Brown and Usher, because that's going to be the mega verses. Whenever mm-hmm. that shit happens, mm-hmm. I think all bets are off. But like if you're if you're known for or if you're going against somebody, like let's see how I put this. Omarion fucked up because it's competition. Cause Mario could have went up against 
Pleasure P, who's a solid enough singer. Like, I don't think nobody's going to stand up to Mario. I don't think Pleasure P has the catalog for that, though. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, for example, like somebody who can actually sing. Mm. And it wouldn't be that big of a deal. Or Mario could have went against a Chris Brown or somebody who's not necessarily known for their vocals, but more so, like, the content of their songs and the entertainment aspect. It it would have washed out that Mario sounds crazy. It, I mean, a Mario... Omarion sounds crazy. Yeah, these names are tough. I hate these motherfuckers. <laughs> the only reason why Omarion got so embarrassed is because the vocal guy, he was going against a vocal guy and not an entertainment guy. I just still don't think that's the platform for an entertainer. I then explain it, rapping. It would, it would be too hard. What about rappers? That's where verses started. But they're not... This what I'm saying. Well, when you're saying entertainer, you're talking about like a production... Situation, touch all that. So, and there's choreo, and like a lot of times they have background dancers that amplify the shit that they're doing, or at least a partner dancer. Oh, let's let's take a step back. I'm sorry, but Ray J brought dancers to his two song set for verses, and that was some of the fun. The dancers ended (laughs) up start dancing. It was weird, and like it doesn't have a place on stage for that because you're like both there and like (laughs) it. It was entertaining, but it. If it was your verses and you brought dancers, like Mario, Mario and Omarion both had dancers for theirs. Oh. And uh, Mario did like a little doodop, little diddy for <laughs> a few songs. And then Omarion tried, you know what I'm saying? But you, it's like a heavyweight going against a flyweight. Like, I, yeah. I guess I haven't math tuned don't math. To, to too many R&B verses. I think I turned into like Brandy and Monica. And that might be it as far as singer, because I've only really watched the rap ones. Yeah, because it hasn't been too many. Because rap makes more sense to me in that aspect because of battle. Like, it just makes sense. Like, I'm here, you here, you spit, I spit, it's a mic. Like, it, it, duh. Like, it's a classic formula. We're just putting it on a streaming service. But it's. But it's not a battle, but. Yeah, I was going to say it's like kind of battley, but then like a celebratory of my career aspect, mm-hmm. too. So. But, like, eventually it's going to be a country versus. Like, you should be Hell able yeah. to fucking <laughs> that be Tim funny. McGraw and Keith Urban should be able yeah. to get up there and be like, dun, 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 dun. like, fuck, get up there and show us your, your catalog. Yeah, but, I, yeah, there's definitely something there that just feels like a natural progression for rap that is not the same for R&B. Because you know what it reminds me of is um, when Diddy used to have them riff off in making of the band yeah (laughs) and that was always so funny to me so it's a weird concept in general uh i'm 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 here for the r&b as as long as they're even killed artists like a chris brown versus usher 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 uh even though they're two different generations they're the only two artists that have a large enough catalog to go back and forth against each other. It's like a 40-song set that they could do. <laughs> Hell yeah. Easily. That's just going on forever. <laughs> like, no, no, no. One more, one more, one more, one more. <laughs> he ain't even do this. <laughs> shit, we've been here for three hours now. It wasn't even a warm-up for this shit. God. I'd go crazy. I was listening to Lovers and Friends on the way down here when I was stuck Man. in traffic. Something that I don't know that we have talked about, but is an obsession, and I feel like I need to talk about it for a second. If it's TikTok, I'm leaving. I mean, if it's... uh. BTS. I'm it's moving. not K-pop. Okay. Um, but I could. No. But I'm not going to. You ain't got to. Um, you know, made me lose track of my thoughts. Okay. So my newest obsession has been um this YouTube channel of ex Mormons. They're this couple. 
the channel is actually called Jordan and McKay. The girl's name is Jordan. But um, they are just, so I, oh, this needs more background. I have been watching this channel called Fundy Fridays for Forever, which is this channel that is, it's called Fundy Snark. And they just make fun of fundament, fundamentalism and fundamentalist Christians back to back. So like it starts with the Duggars think, you know, in the mountains with snakes and too many kids and the world is out to get you and courting and not dating and not having sex before marriage. So like you have to go on dates with chaperones. We're making fun of shit like that. Mm -hmm. And so then she introduced these Mormons and these Mormons are literally peeling back the cover of what actually goes on the Mormon religion. And the shit is wild. It is literally Scientology. Like they just made a bunch of shit up and it's really interesting. So watching them, they do this thing called uh, Mormon influencers because their big thing is that they're today's there's progressive Mormons that are online that are trying to make it seem like Mormonism is coming into now and is adjusting. So like you should still be Mormon but they're absolutely not. And so, like, they're just trying to expose that. Because a big part of it is you must pay your tithes. Like, it's not like a, here's the bucket, give what you got. Mm -hmm. You must pay 10% of your income is a part of the religion. And then they have been proven to use that money to lobby to get, like, really fucked up laws passed, basically. And so they're like, this is why you shouldn't be part of this religion, because you are literally being active in change that is oppressive to... This group, this group, this group. That's the overall whatever. So with that being said, there's been this push of Mormons on social media, particularly Mormons on TikTok, being like, look, we're just like you. And then answering like, can Mormons do this? Can Mormons do that? <clears throat> now, there is a group of like 20-something Mormons that call themselves Mom Talk. Does this sound familiar to you at all? There's a there's only a, a very small chance that it would have popped up on your for you page just because it blew up recently, um, and they they all hang out. They have like this boutique together. It's a bunch of little skinny white girls, and they wear like sports bras and leggings every day. And the main one, her name is Taylor, uh, makes a lot of jokes about them being sister wives, but they're not. Polygamy is technically illegal, but it does still happen. Um, and like their husbands are all friends and they all hang out and they have these big parties with each other. And like, they always like crack jokes about them, like intermingling sexually. And, uh, that girl always jokes about how she's, she's actually 50 and she's actually their mom, but she's pretending to be a 20 year old cause she sold her soul to God. Like it's a long thing. Well, something happened. The main girl, cause their big thing is marriage and kids and the Mormon way came out and was like, me and my husband are actually getting a divorce. So sorry to tell you all this shit that we've been like trying to prove about like having a family and stuff on my TikTok is now down the drain. And everybody was like, damn, that's crazy. And they were saying a lot of shit to her. And she was like, oh yeah, on top of that, we broke up because we are soft swingers and somebody caught feelings and somebody cheated in a way that was outside the parameters of what we had set up. And I'm not going to tell you who swings with us, but I bet you could guess. And it's all these bitches that are in this mom talk group. Because in, in there's three queen bees, but in general, there's about 10 or 12 of them. And all these motherfuckers have been having little parties and they've all been swinging. And first of all, I was fascinated by the concept of soft swinging is what they called it. And basically their, their parameters were, we get together, anybody can do any, anything with anybody else, 
but we have to be present. So if you're going to do something with somebody else, your partner has to be present for it and no sex. You can do anything else, but no sex. That's soft swinging. <laughs> so like you can kiss, you can pet, you can do oral, I guess, of some sort. Anal too then, right? I don't know. Butt stuff don't count typically. When it comes to... <laughs> so, um, and basically she said like, I we got too drunk, which they're also not supposed to drink if they're Mormon. But she was like, we got too drunk. One of the, the husbands that I was hooking up with, we left. So we broke the rule of being with our partners when we were doing stuff. And then we had sex. Broke the second rule of not, of we, they went hard. They were supposed to be soft swinging. They went hard. <laughs> um, and that broke everything up. So nobody's friends anymore. Everybody had blocked each other. So I was just fascinated. I was just reading everybody's stuff. So because the, the girl had gone live multiple times. First she went live and said all this shit, blew the shit up. So then all the other ones were going immediate denials. We are not swingers. We're not swingers. I don't know what she's talking about, blah, 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 blah. But now they're all friends again. They're all following each other again. So I don't know what's happening. But it was really wild for like two weeks on Mom Talk because Mom Talk just absolutely blew up. And it turns out they were all having orgies every weekend together. Mm. Which is very not Mormon-like. Freak that. Well, I'm a believer. If you are real big in a religion and you like make everybody be aware that you're like super into something, you the freakiest motherfucker around. <laughs> You do the nastiest of shit. <laughs> Who you trying to prove it to? You or us? Exactly. <laughs> uh, also, so in true crime, because you know this is my shit shit, <laughs> uh, there are always like waves when it comes to like what's the hot topic. Like a few years ago it was like Ted Bundy mm-hmm. and like like now it's Mormonism. Like they're focusing, all true crime is focusing on like the truth of Mormonism and trying to expose them. For whatever reason, I don't know. But that ties into like the, the hot mom shit that you're talking about. It, Mormons is just the topic, the flavor of the week, the or flavor of probably the season, the half year, six month, fiscal yeah. year, whatever the fuck. Uh, now I want to watch more about Mormons. Well, you can watch Keep Sweet, Pray and Obey on Netflix. I'm in the middle of that. Um, but that's FLDS, which is the fundamentalist side of what this is happening. Yes. And um, it's just really wild. But because the shit that they have to do in order to be considered to be allowed to go into their temples is crazy. Because there's the tithing. But like you have to do this like bathing situation, which only in recent years did they change from where an elder is not actually touching your body but before Mm -hmm. you literally had to just let the elders in the church bathe you and then they have their garments they have to wear which that's the thing that they keep talking about is mormons that have access to the temple are not going to be wearing these things because you have these modesty garments that you have to wear that suck and they're really uncomfortable and they have cap sleeves full like long underwear that you put on under everything and that's what you have to wear to the temple Mm that you're armor against the world Mm. (laughs) and so but these girls don't do it obviously because they're out here in sports bras and like shorts so i don't know it's really interesting but yeah um that keep sweet documentary came out and i think that really blew some stuff up Mm -hmm. and now everybody's talking about it yeah you you trying to be a mormon fuck no they'd never you don't want to you don't want to be a sister wife First of all, I didn't fuck too many black men. You know, Mormons, their well, black men texts are racist as fuck. Historically have been trying to do sister wives. 
for at least a century. <laughs> well, that's a whole different topic in but general. But we have been doing it That's wrong. not Joseph Smith. That's uh, motherland type shit. <laughs> <laughs> We've been doing it wrong. If we would have just been backed by a make-believe, what 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 is it? The what, a prophet. But what's the book? The the pages that. <laughs> That the motherfucker said that God gave to him oh, and he the rewrote commandments? them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do they call them commandments? The commandments. The Mormons. Oh, the Mormons have the book from Joseph Smith. I don't remember. I don't know what it's called. Joseph Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joseph Smith came up with the bullshit, then forgot that book, then had to redo the book. I've listened to a bunch of bullshit about the Mormons. <laughs> uh, Cause uh, last podcast did like a six parter on them or something, and I was like tuned in like. They doing what? Yeah, it's that wild. That motherfucker was it's a genius. It's wild the shit that they that he got away with and that has continued on until now. And how many people are still involved? Call it call it a little sociopathic, whatever. But I am intrigued by cult leaders and how they get away with it. All Joseph Smith oh, absolutely, was yeah. was a cult leader that that succeeded. Mm-hmm. He all if you can turn your cult to a religion, you fucking made it. Mm-hmm. And, and that's all he did. It. Tax exempt. Exactly. If you can make it tax exempt. Boom. You're done. You're one. Successful. You you lived life to the fullest. <laughs> I'm finna create the church of Riggs. Okay. Well if I if 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 if, if it's tax exempt, you ain't gonna join my church. Oh, absolutely not. You don't wanna join? No. You all you gotta do is just be affiliated. You ain't gotta go through no rituals or nothing. Because that's when at some point I'm gonna get X'd out. I already know. No nah, man, you're gonna be a lieutenant. You ain't gotta worry about shit. <laughs> a lieutenant. All you gotta do is come in with your cause look, I'm a I'ma have my uh my garments. You gotta wear like a baseball cap. You already wearing the hat. Check. Uh <laughs> a black V neck. I know you got one of them. Check. And just some cargo shorts. And some golf shoes. You gotta you gotta play golf. <laughs> you gotta go to the course once a week and enjoy yourself. Church of Rigsby. <laughs> I was thinking though, call back to one of our past episodes. The first time that I discovered, we discovered soaking, what I think was TikTok, but this was years ago. It was what? Soaking. Which is. <laughs> remind me. When we talk, where Mm-mm. they try to get around their laws of chastity, where they will. The guy will just lay on the girl and penetrate her but did not do any motions oh and then their friends they're soaking and jumping and their friends will like bounce the bed we talked about this we absolutely did jesus <laughs> that shit go hard that's an orgy if you think about it i want to do some sulking in there. so really they it's what you gonna do some what i said sulk but it's soak yes soak and if you think about it, if that's how they started, no wonder they're soft swingers now. They're used to it. Exactly. That makes sense. It makes you're, a lot of you sense. You were breeding this into your culture the entire time. Yeah, now you just kind of put a, a label to it. And it, I guess not necessarily because they all lied about it. Well, I guess they lied because it's against their religion. Mm-hmm. And they're not supposed to be doing all of that. So if you're soft swinging, like, what was the concept or what... For what? Like, if you're not fucking... It's against your religion. Well, they're you're, married. You're swapping. You're soft swapping, sure, but I, why? To me, I think the concept is, so they get married really young. So, like, they Maybe didn't really get experiment. a chance. 
right uh, to do their like experimental like hookup phase i will say that girl had been married twice so she already had some shit going mm-hmm. on um but like the other girls or any of the other ones if they're doing what if they were raised mormon from the jump they were trying to get married by 19 20 21 that's like the goal mm-hmm. like you don't go to byu to get a, a phd or a bs you go to get an mrs degree Misses. There you go. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) You told me that before. (laughs) So they just may not have been able to live that out. Now, does every clearly they're not even living the Mormon way as they're supposed to. So did they do that? Like, have they always been like that? I don't know. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, if you've already breaking the rules, it's not like you're you're like kind of half stepping it. Like, oh, we're hard Mormons, but. We're going to kind of play like in the gray area here. Like it seems like everything is a gray area under the Mormon umbrella. So why not just fuck? <laughs> you just facts. want to look at the dick. These are facts. Put it in your mouth. <laughs> put it in. Put it in your cooch. <laughs> Roe v. Wade, baby. That's what we're here for. <laughs> Shit. Oh man. But yeah. Um. I don't know. But it is super fascinating. And, like, all the things that you do to, like, get in the temple. And they're also told from, like, a very young age that, like, the prophet or, like, your church leaders know what's going on. Not just God, but, like, the people that you see every week. So you better confess because if you don't, they're going to know and they're going to kick you out publicly in front of all your friends and family. Mm-hmm. So there's a there's a high, like, confession push there. You're supposed to confess to your bishop in order to be able to enter the temple. And if you don't, he can kick you out at any moment. And like as a child, that's like ingrained in you until you're like, oh, I gotta confess to my bishop because if I don't, he's gonna kick me out, and my parents are gonna know what's going on, and like mm. I can't get into heaven and all that other shit. All that other shit. You can't go to heaven unless you are married in like a specific way. So like you have to be celibate in order to have that specific marriage. But w- isn't it only like 144,000 that make it up to heaven I, in yeah. the Mormon religion? And then also once you like get there, you get to like create your own universe like for fun, for funsies. Why not? The Why sci-fi, not Minecraft? <laughs> the sci-fi Minecraft of it shit. all is so fascinating to me and just so strange. They also have these really funny videos that you have to watch. Um that are like produced by the church that are like creation of time and stuff like that. And you watch it before you do some sort of a dedication or something. I don't know. Um, it's wild. Yeah. It's wild that it happens like right there. In Utah. Yeah. Mainly. But I mean, they're everywhere. I'm going to move to Louisiana because that's where all the black people at creating a church of Rigsby tax exemption. We're starting there. We turn up on Fridays. We only have four-day work weeks. It's a part of my religion. I'm going to build my religion out right now. Let's go for it. <laughs> the uh, the byline is, if you die, you die. But you're yes, yes. By the power yes, of yes, 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 yes. <laughs> because if you die, you die during the turn-up. That means that you died in fulfillment. And, and you're fulfilling your... Your destiny. Yeah. So, so you're at your holiest. Yes. <laughs> That's why you're a lieutenant. You're helping me out. Uh, I already told y'all what we got to wear. I already told y'all what we got to do. <laughs> I already told you how we got to live. I'm not going to tell y'all who y'all can and can't fuck. Gender and sexuality is pure fluid. No no judgments in the, other, the church of Rigsby. Uh, yeah. I think, I think that's it. Okay. And fuck work. 
Oh, that's another thing in my religion. Where does the income come from? See, I gotta work that out. Yeah. Because I I I don't I want to be a utopian society. No 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 working whatsoever. We all uh, give each other things. Self sustaining. Yes. But in this world. Um, cause now you gotta go fully off the grid if that's the case, unless you own a power company. So that was the success of the FLDS is that motherfucker convinced them all your businesses are works of the Lord. So turn that shit back in. And now they own NASA. (laughs) (laughs) I can, I can rush this shit. So you have to find some way to, and that's the same thing with how Mormonism has become so big. They have to give 10%, 10% from 300 million people is a lot of fucking money. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. you got to, somewhere there has to be a stream of income. I'm going to, I'm going to hijack the New Orleans Saints. <laughs> I need to find a way to own something mega <laughs> in the state of Louisiana <laughs> to get my money. Where everybody supports something that I do, then that, is why we're self-sufficient. Remember there for a little bit when Shreveport was like the go-to place for Hollywood to film movies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring that back. New Tyler Perry Studios, but in Louisiana. Boom! We getting there! <laughs> now everybody got to come film in the Rigsby Studios, which then funds the Rigsby Church, which then funds our people, and we're all living in maybe like, you know, a 10-mile radius. About as big as Barksdale Air I'm going to take over Barksdale Air Force. Because they have the golf course I have, and they have everything. They got they got stores and stuff in there. Something else you should consider is um, making everybody build and live in houseboats. Because um, Louisiana is going to be underwater within like the next 10 years. Mm-hmm. So we need to start considering our water world perspective and how we're going to be filtering salt water. And, and then that is my uh, apocalypse. That's how I scare everybody into joining the church because... They're going to be underwater. And once that shit happens, I'm be like, motherfucker told you so. That's why we got these boats. And, so, and then I'm going to have a submarine for me. <laughs> You're going to be in the submarine too. We're going to be underwater while everybody else drowning. I'm going to have all this money, nowhere to spend it. I'm going to go. Then we going to go. Because money's not real anyway. So. Yeah, it's, it's not. That is also where the buku comes from. Convince them to purchase NFTs for you. Donate an NFT somebody, to join. Somebody, <laughs> somebody get this latest some paper. We finna start this church and it is gonna, ooh, we gonna turn this shit over. We just gotta make sure certain friends don't join because they gonna, they gonna, they gonna try to do the most. Yeah, you getting thrown off the boat. Yeah, yeah, we will throw your We ass. will sacrifice. Yeah. To the gators. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna have a pet gator. Yeah, I'm just gonna dress you up <laughs> and catch up and throw you out. <laughs> I'm going to ride him like a skateboard, just be standing on him as he walks. <laughs> like, y'all motherfuckers better listen. <laughs> By then, I have my shit locked up. Ponytail. <laughs> it's going to be great. Shaking it out. <laughs> yes. Welcome to the Church of Rigsby. I'm going to find an accent for no reason. Maybe it'll be new, uh, what is that? Southern. It came down from the universe. Yeah, man. I'm going to create these bylaws and commandments. And once when, once when I get this shit cracking... My family gonna be real upset, but <laughs> they can either get with it or get lost. Hey man, they better come to Louisiana <laughs> while it's still above water. Because once I'm to go underwater, I will own <laughs> Louisiana Purchase. Be damned. <laughs> uh, God damn. All right, go back and delete the last ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, man. No, I'm I'm 
pulling that. I'm making that its own separate video. <laughs> what um, if there was a church at Rigsby? <clears throat> All right, explain to me this other TikTok situation. What other other? Okay. In Tennessee. Famo. Tennessee. So let me tell you. Let me let me pull it up because I might have to try to duel duel this with with the world. Uh. Now, there you go. No TikTok. Why why you disrespect me like that? Okay. Now, I'm trying to. His name. He can't be. He he can't join us. His name is uh, Colored Negro. That's his name. Uh, but I'm scrolling through TikTok, and I've, I've become almost an expert uh, in TikTok. If you haven't noticed. Uh, and there are always stories or things that happen, but I also, most of the time I don't follow because I'm like the algorithm gonna pull this back up for me. Mm-hmm. Like I don't even have to if I watch it twice, the algorithm knows like I was interested. It'll the result, the second part, the third part are coming around. Or sometimes I go to the page. It all depends on how interesting it is. Uh, Colored Negro decided to tell a story about Elena uh, on the east side of uh, Tennessee, and he's telling the story like, look. These two girls, they were uh, in front of me in Walmart. They were spilling the tea, so I'm just going to give you what they told me. If, <laughs> if you got TikTok, you're going to hear this eventually. He's using the app proper because the, the shit finds you somehow, someway. Uh, so he's telling the story about how, like, Elena, apparently you got buck teeth. Elena, <laughs> uh, apparently you was fucking one of these girls' uh, men, and uh, they seen naked pictures of you. They they know everything you've been doing. They said you stank in the car. Uh, I guess you was with some dudes and you was musty too. So he's just saying all this shit. Like, I'm just reporting this back to you so you know. Uh, and apparently, come uh, Saturday at the baby shower, they're going to jump you. You've been warned. And then just gone. Just and this the was, internet for I didn't even here. I didn't even think. I was like, if if this is real. It's going to come full circle. <laughs> like we talked about earlier, like how do you know if it's real or not? He seemed, it didn't seem staged, faked. He was just like, my nigga, whoever Elena is, I'm telling you, like, here's what's going on. So yesterday, Elena shows up on my timeline. I said, get the fuck out of here. Didn't look nothing like I was expecting. I'm thinking this is going to be. Was she buck too? No. That was the first thing she said. She said, to start off, buck teeth wear. And then just showed her teeth. <laughs> and she's like a thick little yellow. So uh, she she explains the story like, look, number one, I wasn't sleeping with the, the man that was my best friend. My best friend said I could tell the story. Yes, she was sleeping with your man. It is what it is. I'm sorry, sorry to tell you, sis. You was the one musty in the car. You was wearing a skirt with a bunch of dudes in there. I asked you, was you okay? Rather it be you than me. Uh, you said you was going to jump me at this uh, baby shower. That's my first cousin's baby shower. Good luck trying to <laughs> jump me at this baby shower. Uh, if you want issues, uh, you can pull up there. Or you can show up to my house right now. And then she shows like a pair of Tim's and some Vaseline. <laughs> I was like, if you want those those problems, we can we can solve it. And then like I was like, now nah, I got to go to Sis Page to see if something happened. 
And then she posted another video. It was like, nothing happened at the baby shower. Nothing was going on. And it is what it is. But it's just crazy how, like. Shout out to homeboy looking out. Yeah. Just <laughs> just being, like, the, the universe just just gave you a gem. And it got you two million views on the story. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure everybody who watched it was like, this seems bullshit. But if it's, if it's something, it's going to, like, a comment for part two type shit is what basically everybody did. And then you got the answer. And it it didn't live up, but it, it gave you enough entertainment to be like, ah. Like, when we was talking about TikTok beefs and, like, internet beefs, I was like, oh, yeah, by the way, this shit was beef, too. And it was just silly to see. So, shout out to Elena, man. Uh, I'm glad she didn't get jumped. Yeah, man. And may your teeth always be straight. <laughs> and uh, you never be funky. <laughs> and never sleep with nobody. Man. Oh, bless. Yeah, man. Bliss. That algorithm knows that why they trying to get TikTok out of there. Because they say like the Chinese runs it, right? And it's yeah. Well, I mean they've been saying that for a minute, but um, I guess there was a report that came out that um, some data had been shared back to China. So there's a supposed to be a strict law, like any of that shit ever means anything with the internet, that the U.S. TikTok sticks there sticks with U.S. database and information doesn't go back to China. There's like laws about it. Supposedly they found somewhere where <clears throat> shit was going back to China. Mm-hmm. And so this commissioner, the FCC, told uh, Google and App- Apple and somebody else, not Google, but basically, um, basically you got 24 hours to respond to me or we got a problem. Damn. But, and he basically told them you need to take the app off of your app, off your store, which A, is never going to happen. Mm-mm. B, is silly. C, someone said, it's going to be real wild when someone tells them what Apple and Google does every single day with your data. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just really interesting. He he literally said, I expect a statement by July 8th. <laughs> and right now, no one has commented on it. Why not? Because they're, they, he has a legitimate report, but they're just not going to. Because what did they end up in the same situation that uh, Zuckerberg ended up in <laughs> at mm. some point? But if it's not TikTok, it will be another. Exactly. It, it, and there, it's, it's, it's always going to be a bad thing guy. Of being like, well, they're trying to collect your data. Literally every single thing you do on a daily basis, if you are interacting with any other person, is collecting your data. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way of getting around it. Right. You literally would have to go to a deserted island and go off the grid. And even then. And that's the other thing that kills me is like at the end of the day, you benefit from this system one way or another. Everybody benefits, whether it be convenience. Whether it be um, resources, whether it be entertainment, there is an aspect to the internet that you benefit from on a daily basis. But the, I guess the argument is: does the means justify? Does the end justify the means? Maybe not, but how you gonna fuck up? How, what what you gonna do? <laughs> it, it's only jarring and like. Scary if you're doing dubious shit. That's what someone else said. Uh, like, don't be doing. I mean, but I, I don't want to be targeted neither. Right. Like, I get it. I don't want my information collected either. And like, it is creepy as fuck for me to think a thought and then that shit poke come up in my ads on my fucking social media. What's even weird now is what Apple is doing, and I know they're doing this shit on purpose. If you if I look up Kalani, let's say Kalani, because I was talking about her earlier, uh, mm-hmm. Kalani Rogers, and I look at her page, and then I go to Google, 
and just hit search. It's Kalani Rogers is going to be the first thing. And I'm yes. like, motherfucker, I didn't even, how did you know that's where I was going to, I wanted to search her mm-hmm. right then. Like, yep. it could have been, I wanted to look up the Seattle Seahawks. But no, you knew you was right, but I'm mad that you was right. right. Yeah. Yeah, no. Fuck you. And it's very weird. And the, the concept of it listening to our audio and taking that and running with it is crazy as fuck. Because not only are our phones listening to this whole hour and a half conversation we had, now I'm going to upload it up to something. Like, we're getting fucked five times. It's a fucking camera <laughs> exactly. right there. Speaking of, I think Instagram must have did, like, a big crackdown, recent, like, in the last week. Because a lot of shit on our page got copyright stricken. Really? Yeah. And, I mean, I'm probably going to go through and wipe it and revamp it anyway. But I had a fucking story get taken down where I was at a club. We were singing... Um, which one was it? FNF? No, uh, I don't know the words of that. Also, I, if I did, I couldn't say those. sing it anyway. You can't say those. Um, but uh, Mary J. Blige, I want to say it was either it was either it the DJ was going on a run of like '90s R&B basically, mm-hmm. and we were it was stuff that we were seeing at the top of our lungs, like "Rain on My Window Pane," like that type of shit. One particular song. It's us singing, and we're in a club, so the audio is coming from a speaker somewhere in a corner. It's loud as fuck. It's blown out on my phone, and all of us are screaming mm-hmm. and singing to it, and it got taken down because of RuPaul's Drag Race was mm. the copyright claim. And I was like, what are you talking about? How can about? Ru disrespect you like that? <laughs> as much of you as, as harped and, and championed for Ru. <laughs> And those queens, it that's, was so that's random. how they treat you? And then also it was a story. Like, it's going to go away in 24 hours. That was so strange to me. And when I say it was almost instantaneous, it was up for not even 30 seconds. And it that's was why. Like, I, nah. That's why I don't use the app. And then I got a bunch of emails, like, literally a couple days later about uh, two or three things from our, me, our podcast Instagram page that was getting taken down. Hmm. And I didn't even go look at those. I was like, I mean, we use clips all the time, so who fucking knows? Uh yeah, I, I got a new phone. I finally left the, the shackles of Sprint uh, and joined the true champion of cell phones, uh, AT&T. And uh, I never logged back into the account. <laughs> so I got to do that. I guess I should look at emails too. Yeah, but I don't know what's going on. Also, that Funny Fridays at some point had done a parody song of one of the people. And now her entire page is about to be shut down. And she just quit her job because she was finally able to live off of YouTube. But That's the, scary. the guy that and parody is supposed to be protected within like the the copyright rights. Like you should if it's not if it's not for profit and it's just like a spoof. Entertainment. Yeah. The it, weird Al, Al Yankovic shit. Yeah, but I was also reading something about that because randomly I actually saw something about there was a guy who because you know there was some debate about Beyonce's new song. Oh, uh, what's the, the word? Oomph, 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 yeah, oomph. but <laughs> Because house is the new wave. Um, Interpolation. Someone was explaining interpolation, which is where um, so many sounds now are like synth. And when you use the same synth, it is creating the same sounds, but technically someone else created that made up sound. So even if you're not using the same melody or the same beat structure, but you're using that synth, Beyonce credited the person that created that synth, but then that turned out to be a remake of another song. But this guy was talking about it, and the people were going back and forth 
Um, and I forgot where I was going with this. <laughs> this is all the shit that I saw on my TikTok. Um, not my TikTok. I don't have TikTok. I have granny TikTok because I watch reels on Instagram. Um, so stop sending me TikTok shit. Uh, but yeah, the whole, oh, and then I ended up on his page and he had an interview with this lady who had done a biography on Weird Al Yankovic and all of his songs, he had gone and gotten ex explicit permission from the original artist before he made the song. Mm. Cause Coolio had a specific request. It was like, I don't want it to be about food, I think, or something. And he was like, yeah, no problem. Mm. Uh, so we're making about Amish people uh, <laughs> but um, yeah so I don't know how that works but yeah this girl has three like known the coffin strikes on her YouTube channel and she's appealing them but that she it also tells you to appeal to the original artist he doesn't give a fuck he's like nah whole channel bye cause she's of the devil she is atheist and she makes fun of them for the stuff uh, that they do okay, okay. Um, in the name of the Lord. Um, See, in my church, we ain't got to worry about that. Yeah, but she does, a lot of stuff that I like she does is that she's calling them out on their bullshit. Cause they're, they're weaponizing a religion to oppress people. But, but anyway. if you are the oppressor, you're not going to assist <clears throat> the oppressed. For sure. Are you ready? Are you I'm ready. With, are you playing with your shirt? I can play with my shirt and be ready at the okay. same time. Well, if we ready, then wrap us up, friend. <laughs> All right. So yet again, we've spent an entire episode debating where the line is drawn between reality and the internet. But I think we can all agree that in real life, if you're not showing up with at least enough McDonald's to feed an entire church van, the vocal chops to distract from your fading career, then you better be bringing them hands. Them hands better be equipped. And blessed at all time. by the church. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Hey, one church, one church to another, man. We we are we're we're here to share the love. You know what I'm saying? Uh, anyways, whatever you do in these streets, just don't be the next meme. Holla, deuces. <laughs>